All right. Are y'all ready? Anybody here know any scripture by heart? Yeah? Okay, good, good. I'm not going to ask you to like, okay, I want you to stand up and share every one of them. If you get any wrong, you're getting a beating. That would be very harsh. Um, if you've been in our youth group any amount of time, and we've not done this in a while, there's some scriptures. We're, would y'all admit our youth group can be a little weird sometimes? Yeah, right? That's a good thing. That's what defines sort of who we are uh, in a good way. But, but there's some, some script, scripture that every now and then, even as a big group, that, that we've, we've learned together as a group um, that have some hand motions to help you remember. Does anybody remember these at all? Yeah. Now, now, if you do, don't start to... You can do them along with me, but I want to explain the scriptures because these ones that we're... We've learned by heart, and it's great for you to know by heart, uh, are ones that, that really help, help you to understand the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. So these, why, why we've sort of learned these, and it's been, it could be six or eight months or almost a year since we did this the last time. I, I was trying to look back on it. I was like, man, it's, it, it, it's, it's been a while. But I think if you've done it, if been a part of our group, you'll, it'll come back to you. So this is how it starts, and, and I'm, don't stand up at this point. Uh, but I'm going to go through him in the first verse. And so, uh, Tristan, just as I go through it, I'll I ask you to put, put the next verse up, leave the verse up. I might, at one point, when, when we do as a group, take the verses down so that we can see if we know it by heart. So let's see. The first verse is this, for, for, for all have sinned and, and fallen short of the glory of God, Romans 3, 23. And it start, we, we, we have learned it as a group as this, for all, you're allowed to point at people, for all have sinned. We're just like a devil with horns. Sorry, this is what we do. And come short of the glory of God. Okay, so that's Romans 3, 23. See, let's do that again. For all have sinned, and come short, the glory of God. Some of you are just too cool to do this. Come on, you can do this. It's really, it's a good thing to do. Um, you'll be in the in crowd here if you do it, right? Right? Peer pressure is a good thing. It can be. Okay, so that's the first verse. Next verse. So we know that we all sin. The next thing is this, Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, or Christ Jesus our Lord. So we all sin, and sin brings death. But that's not the end of it. There's hope because of Jesus Christ. That's the only hope that we have. So so this goes like this. Um, For... The wages, like you're paying someone money, the wages of sin, we know sin, right? This is sin, I don't know why, is, is death. Death is that. That's right. Sorry. Thank you, Ben. Death, and we don't re- use guns. This is just the way we did it 20 years ago, and we still do it that way. Sorry. Uh, but the free gift, like you're giving, giving someone a gift, like the free, free gift is eternal life through, do we do eternal life there? We can. E- eternal life, infinity sign. E- eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, right? Or Christ Jesus. I don't know which way. It's probably Christ Jesus. So CJ, our Lord. So hit everybody. CJ, our Lord. Very good. Very good. Okay. So we've gone through that verse. But this is a verse. Have you all ever heard the verse? I don't think you've ever heard of this one before. John, John 3, 16. I don't know if you've ever heard that one. We still have moves for it because we're cool. Uh, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever uh, believes in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life or eternal life. So, once again, look, these are easy. It starts off with this. For God so loved 
the world that he gave. Oh, I just blanked out. His, his one and only son, that, that whosoever, no, it still says, says like this, whosoever but believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Boy, that's a lot of work right there. It? Are you sort of exhausted? Let's try it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. That, those hand motions are going to make it harder for you to remember that verse because oh, you know it already. So, so that's the, the great news. Our hope is in Jesus. And the word of God says that he's not just a way to God. He is, he is the way to God. Uh, the world, world will say, oh, there's many paths. It's like God's on top of a mountain and there's many paths to get there. The word of God says there's, there's only one path. And that's through Jesus Christ. John 14, 6 is our, is our next verse. We jump to John, and it's this. There's no four, sorry, the sorry. It's, it's Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but, sorry, by me. Okay, that's just what we do. Okay, so, so he, he is not a way. He is the way. He is the truth, and he is the life. So that's right. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And you got to say it like that because it's fun. Cool? Yeah? You, y'all will get, don't worry, you'll get a to stand up. You're like, I just want to be a part of this. It's okay. It's beautiful. Now, the last verse is, is, is Romans 9, 10, and 13, but we're only going to quote 13. But I want us to read 9, 10, and 13 together before we do it. And this is what it says. It says... If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. And it jumps to verse 13. It says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, that's the verse that we're going to quote. So, this is the funnest verse of all. Because who here has ever just wanted to sound like a crow? Yeah, well, I got a few of you. We sound like crows in, the, in this one. I know we're weird. Um, but this is it. It starts like this. For all. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, that's it. I was like about to say who have sinned. For all who call. Call, call, call. We do it three times. I don't know why. Uh, who call on, on the name, name of the Lord will be. And you take. Have you ever seen in a movie, it's an older one, there's a round sort of life, life ring. Someone's fallen off a boat and you're trying to throw, they, they throw the ring to save them because they're about, about to drown. Picture this. We've got the good news of, of Jesus Christ and people are drowning all around us. And we have a chance to throw it to them. They've got the choice to take it or not, but we can still at least throw it to them. So that's why we use this ring. So, so let's start over. It, it's, it's for all who call, 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 on the name of the Lord will be, make a ring, save. It's got to hit the water first, and then you say save. Got it? Yeah? Let's try it again. For all who call. That's so beautiful. Let's do that again. For all who call, on the name of the Lord will be, save. That's what you do, right? John, okay, that's the gospel. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. Why are we going through this? Because the scripture we're about to hit 
it's going to talk all about this. And I want to make sure you understand it. And don't just understand it. I want you to know it. I want you to, like, wake up in the middle of the night and have a weird dream about crows because of the scripture you're learning. That's what I want. That's how much I want you to know. So everybody stand up. Okay. <clears throat> the first one, and we'll, we'll do it more than once because some of you have only got to see this one time through. But this is what it is. It's repeat after me. Romans 3.23. There you go. For all. <laughs> Start over. That call, that, everybody's wanting to go, call, call, call. Okay, Romans 3.23. Wait, wait. That re- okay, hey, this is a rule. Okay, I didn't really lay this rule out. Uh, repeat after me. If I stutter, don't mock my stutter. That hurts my feelings, okay? So when I say repeat after me and I get stuck on something, don't be like, okay, <laughs> you said it, because some of you will, uh, and I will hunt you down. Uh, okay, so Romans 3.23. Wait, Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Again, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Okay, don't miss that. We all sin. We all come short. The next verse is what? Hey, go and take the words off the screen. The next one is Romans 6.23. First one's 3.23. Next one is 6.23. It, it starts, I say, so Romans 6.23. Romans 6.23. All right, ready? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Eternal life, that's new. We're not, we, we don't do that usually. Eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. All right, very good. Tell, tell, tell you what, T, our, our plan is first time through, have the words on the screen. Next time through, words off screen. Cool? Let's do this one. Do you all know that one now? Put, put the words up for 623. Okay, for the wage of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Ready? Let's do the verse starting. Take it off the screen. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Very good. Okay, so there is a price for sin. John 3.16, this will confuse you to death as we try to do this one. Put the words on the screen because we need, let's go through it sort of slow. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. And you gotta, it's like, you gotta do that. That just makes it work. Uh, now, if you're doing this, like sharing the gospel the first time in front of someone, you may not wanna be so animated. That might freak them out really bad. Okay, so let's do that one again. Uh, what is it, John 3, 16? Okay, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. But <laughs> All right, ready. John 3.16. Ready. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him I spit, shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. Very good. But 
there's not a, that all roads don't lead to God. There's only one. That's what it even says in John 3.16. It's the Son of God. And Jesus even said it in John 14.6. John what? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's what he said. It's not through anybody else. It's only through him. Words off the screen. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's what he said. Oh, and then, are y'all ready for this verse? It's Romans 9. Uh, 10, 9, 10, and 13, but we're only going to use 13. Very good. And it starts off with, for all who call on the name of the Lord will be, this is, I didn't do that before, did I? This is like, this is Lord in sign. So name of the Lord, I think, is that right? Okay. The name of the Lord will, will be Saved. Just, I didn't tell y'all before, you're on a very tall boat, and it takes a while for it to get to the, to the water, right? So you've got a long rope with the, with the ring, so you're good. One more time, last verse, for all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Very good. Sit down. Woo! All right, are, 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 are we done for tonight? No way. All right, a week, a few, few weeks back, we didn't have the edge this past week because of Thanksgiving, all y'all eating all that stuff. Uh, a week before that, Pastor Nick spoke on beware of what? What was he talking about? Anybody re- remember? Who, I, I heard, a, this is what I heard. I know, I know. Bad fruit, bad fruit is, and it was referring to who? False prophets or teachers, okay? So it's referring to false prophets or teachers. And it talked about a tree. A healthy tree bears good fruit. A unhealthy tree bears bad fruit. And it ends with this. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruit. So keep this in context because this is very important for you who knows where you are going to go for the rest of your life and where you're going to live, but many of you will go to a new place, will have to find a new church home, and you will know what that, that te- teacher is about by their fruit. If they bear good fruit, and that is believers who are strong in their faith and are, are living, not everybody that someone who will teach will become someone strong in their faith, but if they, bear, if they teach, teach with good, good truth of God, Good fruit will 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 be bared, born, bared, barren, no, given. Um, but if, if they teach the wrong things, bad fruit will form. So you've got you've got to be on the lookout for that. If I were to ask you, and this is not like official, this is just according to Dan. So this is my opinion here. What's the saddest story in the Bible? What 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 would you you might be in your top five of saddest stories in the Bible? Anybody? Job? I heard Job. That's, that's very, very sad. Um, redemptive in a lot of ways as well. Okay, what else? Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Uh, many, many died uh, with the flood. Uh, that's right. I haven't had that in my news. No, it's Judas betraying Jesus. Go ahead. The, the fall of man. 
Okay, yeah, we can, and we feel that, don't, don't we, in our own life. Miriam? The what? Constantly go, going back to the things of the world and reminds us of us a lot. Jack? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, how, how they, they chose the fruit. Cain and Abel, yeah. Re- revelation that that is sad there's a lot there's a lot that will be judged and that will be lost one more the rich young ruler I had that in my notes the one who went away sad right he he jesus told him what to do and and he just couldn't do it daniel his first sin okay good thanks so there's a lot of of sad sort y'all have got most of them that i had um, one that I, I put down was the cru- crucifixion of Jesus. Now, d- d- y'all aren't like less holy because you didn't say it. <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't think of that. Lord, forgive me. No, it's not that. Because even though it's, it's sad, it's, it's redemptive. It's, it's, it's the only, that's what gave us hope, gave us a chance. Uh, so um, the, the Ju- Ju- Judah story is sad to me because it was someone who was with Jesus. G- Jesus, but he didn't see Jesus for who he was. Um, and that's a picture, isn't it, of the Christian church in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, those that claim to be, that, that, they're, that they're, 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 they're close to him, but they don't see him. They're, their lives aren't ever changed. Those are, are, are very sad stories. Our main text tonight is Matthew chapter 7. We're almost at the end of the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew was written by... Matthew, we're in the Sermon on the Mount, which was preached by Jesus. Okay, so he's getting near the end. It's almost getting to be like a wrap-up. Like a, uh, we would call it uh, as a, a preacher is going to preach, and when he gets near the end, he begins to draw the net. He begins to do some sort of final cha- challenging things to sort of to drive some points home and give you opportunities to respond in the right way to the Word of God. So we sort of see that occurring here. We'll see that this week. We'll see it again next week as we close out chapter 7. If you will, we, we stand uh, as we read God's Word just to remind us that it is the Word of God. Uh, and um, it's the most important thing that I speak from up here is the Word of God. My stuff's just just junk compared to what this is. Uh, and this is what's going to change your life. So um, that's why we stand. Let's just follow along with me. It's beginning of verse 21, chapter 7 of Matthew. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Let's pray one more time tonight. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you for the chance for us to have a good time in here, even to have um, fun ways to to learn your word. But God, may we uh, take this passage to heart. Uh, may we may it encourage us to um, share the gospel with our friends, with our our neighbors across the street and around the world. Lord, give us courage. Lord, please just give us courage to follow you. Uh, and Lord, may may everyone in this room know you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Um, there's just a couple things I want to point out of the passage. And, and I'm going to just ex- explain some, so sort of hang with me. It starts out with this, uh, the first line that jumps out, not everyone uh, who says to me, Lord, Lord, 
okay? So anyone who says to him, Lord, Lord, is referring to him as master or savior. It's not just like a term of a friend or a buddy. There's, there's a holiness, at least, uh, uh, to the, there's a di- divinity to the, to the term. And th- th- this is the first point I want you to get. Not everyone who claims to be a, cri- a Christian is a Christian. Not everyone who claims to be a follower of Jesus Christ is going to go to heaven. Do you understand that? Even some who sort of think that they might be good, if they don't understand what a relationship with Jesus Christ is, if they don't understand what the the gospel is, they may have it wrong and not know it until it's too too late. So not everyone. I've I've talked to youth, and one of the things, um, I got to talk to the UNF college, college students and uh, my, my, my wife and I got to give a talk about a month ago on date, dating and I'm like I haven't dated for like 28 years but I'm here to tell y'all how to do it it was fantastic and uh, one thing we, we told them is this and, and this is what we tell youth if you've been a part of the youth group God calls you as a believer in Jesus Christ to, to date and to, 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 to marry someone else who is a believer in, in, in Jesus Christ. It's part of God's plan. And I've talked to so many youth that have grown up or in college and they come back to me and they've begun to date. And, and uh, so I say, hey, uh, are, are they, a, is this guy or girl like a believer in Christ? And this is what I hear more often than I hear. Well, they, they go to church. Does going to church make you a believer? There's a lot of folks that go, that go to church. It, in your school, there's a lot of kids that go to church. But is your school jam-packed for those that are in, in public schools or per, private schools, for that matter? Are they all, you go, man, they, they really look like they show someone with fruit, someone that's, I believe there's many, many that aren't. So not everybody who claims to be a Christian is going to go to heaven. Keep that in mind. Uh, it goes on to say, on that day, he goes to say, uh, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did, did we not do this in your name? Did we not do that in your name? Did we not do these great things for you? And this is just the next point here of, of the text. Doing good things doesn't get you into heaven. Doing great things doesn't get you into heaven. Doing godly things doesn't get you into heaven. Placing your faith and hope in Jesus Christ and the, the completed work of him dying as a sacrifice for your sins and, and putting your faith and trust and hope in him gets you into, into heaven. It's not anything you do. Ephesians 2.8 says this, For it is by grace, God's grace, that you have been saved through faith. Faith in who? Faith in Christ. And this is not your own doing. It's a gift of God. You don't earn it. You, you can't get there on your own. It's a gift of God. And then near the end of this, he d- declares to these that have said, did, didn't we do these great things for you? We did so many things. He says th- th- this phrase, and it's the saddest phrase to me in the, the Bible for me. It says this, I never knew you. J- Jesus says to them, I never knew you. It's the Greek term ginosko. Uh, which means to experientially know, not just to know about you or to know your name, but to 
personally know you. Has anyone ever been uh, around a campfire with friends before? Man, is it nice when it's cold out and you just got a fire? You've got no plans for that night. You've got some chairs, some s'mores to cook up. Uh, You're hanging out at a fire. One thing I love about a fire, people just sit and stare around at a fire. You can sit at a fire and stare at it with a group and not feel like you've got to feel the conversation all the time, right? It's just nice. But this is what I found. As conversations have gone, a lot of times it might be about the wonderfully abysmal Jaguars. Sorry if you're a fan. I understand. But you might be talking about a game. But a lot of times it goes from a conversation like that into a talk that's deep, that is real. There's nothing better to me than a real conversation. And I find those a lot of times outside group of of youth or friends, campfires going, you're sitting there chilling and someone asks a question. What do you think about this? And people begin to talk. Well, I sort of feel this way and this is why. And a lot of times in the, if you're around believers at all, God begins to come into the conversation and he's woven into it. And to me, those are, those are some of the most beautiful times around a, a campfire. It's not talking about the Jaguars. Dear Lord, let's not talk about the Jaguars. You know, that's, that's one thing I, I love about camp. We do uh, usually a summer camp. Didn't do, do one this year. We're trying to pull it off in the, 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 the winter. A lot of you are longing to go back to camp. And I know that you love the lip syncs and the dance part, party and the food and whatever. Not the showers. Huh? I, I know you love a lot there. But I know there's, for a lot of you there's something that your heart longs for. And that's deep, meaningful conversations. I have conversations with students students during that one week of camp just that are real and tear-filled about struggles, about hope, about doubt, about help, about does God really even care about me? Real things in their conversations that when we leave that camp, I am connected to some students that that, that will call, call me and it's been 25 years since I've been to a youth camp with them and had a real deep conversation. But because of that conversation 25 years ago, they still call in and connect. They'll call and ask for help. Why? Because they're deep, meaningful conversations. And this is my point here, because we know each other. When, when you share, when you get past the fluff, and sometimes it's just hard to get past the fluff. Teenagers are always, we're, even adults, I say Teenagers do this. Adults do, do, do the same thing. Adults rarely can get past the fluff and talking. And do you get really talking about real things in life? Man, this has been my struggle. Man, can you pray for me? Man, this is where I saw God working this week. Those are conversations of, that are deep. It's, you know, and so this, this quote right here where Jesus says, I, I, I never knew you. Um, it's not, I didn't know your name. He knows everybody here. He's going, man, I, I never knew you. We never really got to sit down and just have a real conversation. And this is how you know, and this is why we went through the gospel before, because you understand that you sin. And we all sin. We all fall short of the glory of God. And the wages, what we earn, is death. And our good works and whatever else we do cannot fix it. We cannot fix it on our own. But God saw our hopelessness and he made a way 
John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. God made a way, and it's, it's the only way. And if, 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 if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from, from the dead, you will be saved. That's what, what it is. You're going, God, I can't fix this. I need Jesus. I need him. And what's cool about this is... Um, well, I'm jump, jumping way ahead, so let me not jump too far ahead. Um, and this is, what, this is partly why I think this is the saddest story in the Bible. Uh, because around us, in the public school or the private school or the homeschool group, if you look hard enough, you can see this. Some people that are doing a lot for God, but they may not know God. Hey, I come to church almost every Wednesday night. I am good. Can I tell you that will do nothing for you if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ? No, no, you don't understand. I even like gave some money to help a need, to help this guy out, done this or that. That doesn't help you apart from Jesus Christ. That's what he's wanting everybody to get to know, to understand. In our youth group, especially one the size of ours, you know students that do not have faith in Jesus Christ. And that, can I tell you, of all the things that, that I, in my youth ministry, that scares me the most. That's what I worry about the most, is that there are students that can hear the gospel, hear the good news, they become numb to it, their life is, is winning in certain ways, and they're not responding to it. Man, what can help that is this, you reaching out to those around you, even in this room. Yeah, but it may be weird, I understand. You already did some scripture memory and you crowed like a crow, whatever that means. It's okay. Reach out to those around you. Um, and there's a lot here, and this has been the norm. As I, I've been in youth work for 20 Six years I've been on staff with the church working with youth. And for the first five to seven, man, we just wanted to get kids to pray this prayer. I mean, just pray this prayer. And if you pray this prayer, if you just walk that aisle, you talk to the guy that's down front that just preached, tell him you want to get saved, you will be saved, and nothing can take that away from you. That's sort of what was taught by every youth group I'd ever known the first five to seven years that, that I did that. But there are many Many that believe because they prayed a prayer when they were seven, but they've not thought of God or, G, or, or, or G, Jesus since, they think that they're good. But don't forget, the Word of God t- t- tells us they will know us by our fruit. And if there's no fruit, there's a problem. If there's no fruit in your life, there's a, pro- a problem. What's, what, what's fruit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's those things that are outside of your norm. Those things where you want to be a jerk about something. You don't want to forgive, but you do because God forgave you, and so you're going to forgive them. That's, that's fruit. Look, look for that stuff. Um, one man describes what I'm talking about, what the script, Scripture is about. He dis- describes it as cheap grace. Cheap Grace. His name, he wrote a book called The Cost of Discipleship. His name is Dietrich 
Bonhoeffer. Uh, don't ask me to repeat that. That'll take me forever. And this is what he writes. I've got a quote, and uh, I want you to go and put the quote up, and I just want you to see it. He says this, Cheap grace is the preaching of forgiveness without requiring repentance. Baptism without church discipline. Communion without confession. Absolution without personal confession. Cheap grace is grace without discipleship. Grace without the cross. Grace grace without Jesus Christ. And America is full of cheap grace. Many have bought into it. Many think they're okay. Many, many are not. Um, Proverbs warns us about this, I think, in, in Proverbs 30, verse 12. I'm not sure if I've got that verse. I do. There are those who, who are clean in their own eyes but are not washed of their filth. I'm good. Man, I, I go to church every Sunday. I'm good. I'm good, man. I, I do more good stuff than bad stuff, so I know God's got those scales, and I'm going to weigh out all right in the end. I, I'm good. I'm good, man. I, I got saved at a camp uh, years ago when I was a kid or a youth. Uh, I haven't really thought much about it since, but, man, I'm good. The guy told me that I'm good. Not washed of your filth. Um, You know, I am, um, just to, to wrap this up, I, uh, I've got, I'm not going to ask you to share, but anyone here have sort of weird, weird fears? Like weird, you think, when you, okay, thank you, Miriam. I saw your hand. Your hand went up and you put it down real quick, right? Okay, I have weird, weird fears too. All right, you can put your, your, your hand down. I am, um, one of my, my weird fears is uh, Joe and I got to go to, a Jaguar game uh, about a month ago. And, uh, you know, the mighty, mighty Jaguars. And uh, I, I, was, I was out of church that week. And, um, and some, we looked at StubHub the night before and got tickets for like 20 bucks a seat. I mean, you know, it's for an NFL game. So we're like, hey, let's just go to the NFL game. And um, <clears throat> I bought the tickets on StubHub. I tried to make sure I did it right, ex- exactly right. But I had this huge fear, and I have this. Whenever I have a ticket that's scanned on my phone through an app, I always have a fear that when I get up there and they scan it, they're going to be like, oh, sorry, sorry, hey, this is fake. Cops, come get them. You know, I, don't, I just have this, I dread it up to the moment that it's scanned like they did me. And I went, oh, good, I got through. Joe, I hope you make it. And I'm like going, for, I'm, I'm, I'm running. Because what if it doesn't get me in? That's just sort of... It's sort of an irrational, you know, I'll deal with it. I'm a, I'm a grown man. I should be able to deal with that. But it can sort of me- mess me up. <clears throat> this, is, this is my fear. There are students in this room who think they're good. I got my ticket, man. I'm good. But you're not. Let's just read that scripture again. Look at verse 21. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? I mean, these people did mighty works in the name 
of Jesus. And this is what he says. And then I will say, declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Why? It's got to be Jesus. Jesus alone. You sin, I sin, separates us from God. The only hope we have is, is Jesus. Where does it say that? Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, John 3.16, John 14.6, Romans 10.13, and a lot more scripture in the Bible. That's just five of them we went through tonight. Do not miss, one, this in your own life. Do not miss, two, it in the lives of anyone God brings you into your, your circle, your oikos, your, your world. Don't miss the chance just to share the gospel with them. They can reject it. They can say, I, I just don't, don't want to hear it. If they say that to you, know what I say? Cool. No problem. And you back away. Opportunity. It's not up, up to you to save them. It's up to you to be obedient to share the, the gospel. But first, you've got to know it yourself. You've got to know him yourself. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for your word. God, the chance just to talk about um, things that are important to you. God, a story that hits home uh, in our world, in the the world many of these students live in. Uh, God, may we, one, know you, uh, and may you you know us uh, in the experiential way. And God, two, may we talk about you wherever we go. God, give us courage. Give us strength. When our faith becomes weak, Lord, give us, strength, give us more faith. Uh, and Lord, give us friends who will be around us, who will point us to you, who will help drag us to you, who will help pick us up when we fall down and keep running to you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, that's all we got. Y'all have a good week.